Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, conmen, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 831 I don't know if we call this the podcast, podcast real bad so some, far. It's not real bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, just okay. because I don't agree with you, it's bad. That's what I'm hearing. Basically, if you knew, have you met me? We're gone for, away from <sighs> each other. We're gone away from each other for a week, and you forget how I operate. I'm also really wow. tired. This is another morning podcast. These are yeah. good. These are, these are great. <laughs> I love these. I had a slow start getting in here this morning, but now that I'm here and I've had a taste of this terribly not delicious Mio sweet tea I think I would have been answer. better at like 8.30 than I am now. Like I've had time to get my over my first caffeine, and I haven't had my second caffeine yet. Oh, I, I sound terrible too. I can't have caffeine. Oh, yeah. no caffeine for Adam. No. Okay. Well, anyway, so if you're not able to figure it out as of yet, this is the Bite Me podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't figure it out by how terrible we started oh, off, bite well, me. <laughs> right, you can bite us. Episode no. forty-three. Forty-three. Bite Me podcast is wow. It's been older than that all means, of us for a means, while now. That means that we're nine episodes away from a year worth. One of year, podcast. the one year anniversary. What are we doing for that? I don't know. Cupcakes. <laughs> you know what? You say nine episodes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's like over two months it is. away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and we missed one in the middle. We've we've skipped one week one time, so I don't know exactly how that works. What week did we skip? It was like early, like. Six or seven. That doesn't count. It was oh. one oh, of us weird. had a death in the family and had to leave quickly. It might have been you. <laughs> oh, it was me. It was in January. Did yeah. we skip? Did you all skip that week? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, well, my but grandma done- died. Sorry, y'all. Man. Sorry that we had to uh, ruin your. I think it was actually before we. It might have been right as we started. Like, I think it was right week, as we kind started. of weekly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh well, I don't think anyone noticed. <laughs> but I, we've also done like four, three or four special episodes. So we're you oh know, yeah, we actually have a total of technically like, we've got a year's worth of episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Technically, anyway, and then season one will be complete. Oh, I know, right? And we'll launch directly into season <laughs> two. No wait, no break. <laughs> Anyway, uh, just for you. So I am Adam West. Cliff Johnson. And the Dylan. The Dylan. Um, welcome to Bite Me Podcast, episode 43. 
Uh, yeah, we've already covered that. Anyway, so <laughs> aside from what we're playing, which two-thirds of us are playing basically nothing but a, a particular game, same with everybody else. Uh, it's called, Shoot Larry 6. Yeah, I know. I couldn't help it. I saw it on sale on Steam. And I'm like, I have to have it. Is that it. on sale? No, Is it half sale. off? No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was good. So, obviously, uh, a lot of us are playing Destiny 2 along with all of you. Um, so, we're going to talk about that. You're what playing we Destiny think about 2? It. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny 2 as well. Yeah. I'm going to turn his mic off. I think it's for the best. Um, so, we're going to talk about Destiny 2. What we think, the way, just what we think about it. Also, uh, this shader controversy thing, which I don't quite understand it. It's um, dumb. It's kind of dumb from what I've heard. But anyway, uh, Bethesda has a creation club, and it's not good. We'll tell you about that final fantasy 7 release date is it's your own personal berenstein bears, bears paradox what are you not that? familiar with that this will be a learning experience okay. for everyone we'll find that out uh pudgy got an update bears. pewdiepie surprise he's a racist yeah. <laughs> Duh. who is surprised <laughs> at this point nothing nothing shocks me about him uh so we'll cover all that in your news we'll take some questions and we'll go over your cheap free games for this week's episode of the Bite Me Podcast. But first, we start off with what we're playing, and I'll get mine out of the way because I know Cliff is doing is playing this as well. Destiny 2. Me too. That's about I'm, all I've been playing. And I played a little bit of West of Loathing still, and it's so good. Everyone should buy that game. It's like 12 bucks. to right. it. The only other game I've been playing is uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, how do you like oh, it? Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I want that. Have so you played that? No, not yet. It is, it is fantastic. Is it a $60 game? It is. <sighs> is it worth it? I'm going to say yes, because you be... probably got a solid 20 hours worth of wackadoo. wackadoodle gameplay. And the replayability factor is fantastic, because they've got all these little challenges that crop up that you can do. That are all, I'm going to be on yeah. a plane all day tomorrow. Well, I mean, it's it's like three hours tomorrow and three hours on Friday, and then in a hotel for three days. If you want to drop 60 bucks on Ooh, it, it's a, I, it's a great investment. Mm. And it's perfect on the Switch. It is a perfect yeah. Switch game. So check it out. And it starts like after the first world worth of like maps and battles that you go through after that, that's when it really starts to get strategic. You really have to start thinking because you start getting all these different abilities and you've got more than just a move and attack. Yeah. Like you've got move, bounce, attack, team attack, team jump, dash, all these different powers and these secondary and tertiary attacks. It's awesome. That so, sounds anyway. awesome. I'm very I'm going to buy it just because you use tertiary in a sentence. It was really well done, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's good. I applaud you. Thank you. I love that word. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I said it, and I was like, oh, I just said that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Good. so that's what I'm playing, and you've been playing West of Loathing? Yeah. What is that? It's uh, We talked about it last week. It's. Um, oh, yeah, when I was here. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I expect you hung on to every word I said. Um, <laughs> if you knew how hard it was for me to make a podcast by myself. Sorry. It's not your fault, man. <laughs> like, I think I, every time I come out of those podcasts, I'm like, oh, thank God Adam is a person because, <laughs> like, he not only is he he's a great contributor to this, but he does all the audio stuff and... Without him, it takes me like three hours to it's make a just podcast. Magic I watch Adam do it. He's like, "Hey, it's been ten minutes. We're done." I'm like, "How?" Yeah. <laughs> but I guess when you do I it professionally, it's magic, probably magic blindfold. Yeah, man, it's bad when I do it. It's real bad. So, um, no, West of Loathing is a uh, this kind of weird stick figure, stick figure role playing cowboy game. It's real fun. Like, watch the video. It's it's really good. Okay. I played a little bit at PAX. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, was it it's it's, it's yeah. funny. Like, it's, it's, it's really it's, funny. It's I, just the reason I bought. I mean, like it was already on my radar um, because I played their first game called Kingdom of Loathing, but uh, 
I played it for probably 10 minutes at PAX and laughed out loud like half a dozen times at just stupid stuff. And I'm like, that's that's worth 10 bucks to me. Yeah, so. yeah. Cool. Hey, what are you doing, Dylan? <clears throat> um, aside from the, uh, the Overwatch, which is... Um, I was trying to... They changed some characters around, so I was playing with those. Like, Roadhog can move and heal now. Uh, since the last patch, I think we talked about the patch nice. incoming, yeah. but so some new abilities. Mercy will get a new ability soon, but I think on the next update, um, like we talked about before, um, trying to level up my PC. I don't know. This is a weird problem I'm having. Like it takes minutes to get into a game of Overwatch on PC. I don't know if it's because I'm at Different like a skunk level. <laughs> like, just no one else is bad like as no you are. one is garbage anymore. So I don't know what it is, but it's like three to five minutes to get I've, into a game. I've actually been noticing that on Rocket League when I go in because every once in a while I'll go in and Smurf is our on our bite me count um, yeah. just because I don't feel like playing hyper competitive. I just want to like go in and screw around yeah. a little bit. And because I don't play as much as I used to be, I'm not nearly as good as I used to be either. So like going in and playing on my like. I think I'm like a level 49 expert. I'll just pull all sorts of stuff. But so I've been playing on ours, and I notice like occasionally I'll pull a game with other rookies, but occasionally it'll be like me, another rookie, and like a rocketeer and two masters. I'm like, what's going on here? What does that even mean? What are those words? They're super high level players. And so, like, I don't know if it's just that those kind of games eventually you just aren't pulling enough new players and have lower level players, even though they're still selling really well. Yeah. Or if it's, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'd really like the same thing. I'd like to know because I don't know. Like, it's really. Like, why am I sitting here trying to play this game? Because um, I just want to level up so I can actually get match made and do a game. Yep. And if that is really the problem, I don't know. Because I, I can't imagine there not being enough players. Yep. Like, that's definitely not the problem. And on Xbox, I it's never a problem getting into a game within... And it's quick play, too. It's not even... It's not even competitive. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. You'd think they'd just stuff a bunch of people in there. Yeah. So I don't know why it's so hard to get 12 people in a lobby. It, it seems real weird. Maybe it's just not enough people... I mean, it could just be a lack of people. Yeah. Um, or they're all playing deathmatch. I don't know. Um, I also, uh, Rainbow Six Siege had a huge patch. It was like a 26 up gigabyte update when I when I updated it. That added some new new characters as well as all kinds of graphic updates, uh, bug fixes. The, the patch notes is in a very extensive list mm-hmm. um, if you play that in... Um, so, and then I checked out Blood Bowl 2 Legendary Edition, um, during the beta, which I believe is out now, which I will probably actually pick this up because I'm interested to play more Blood Bowl. Um, I played it and really liked it. We should get it together and, and try it out. Yeah. It's, it's weird, but it's really it's fun. It's super fun. Um, I am sure it'd be even more fun playing with people, um, that you know personally. Yeah. Like, kind of like on the tabletop where I yeah. originally played this game, but it's so much fun to be able to play. Um, with the ease of a computer, it kind of yeah. takes away all the extra time that you would need to check rules. As much and- as I love the idea of like getting a bunch of friends together and playing a board game, at the same time, I'm always like, it's really nice to just be able to like, hop into something, not have to like, oh man, we're, I don't have any dice. Do you have any dice? Like, oh, I think we're missing a piece. Like, I think that, that I really enjoy all yeah. those kind of things more online than I do. And it's translated life. so well it's, into this game. It's yeah. it's just like playing the tabletop, yeah. and it's fun. So, And the Legendary Edition is a great deal. It's the original Blood Bowl two game with all the added DLC. They did all the new teams and stuff, and mm-hmm. just an updated version, more modes and, and things like that. Um, so I look forward to playing that some more. Now that I am back from... 
the craziness of PAX and my trip to Texas. Yeah. So I might actually have some time to play games because I probably spent about two hours total in the past week. Or yeah, I haven't half. So yeah, yeah, and I think uh, that's that's one thing we want to talk about just quickly is we have not done a PAX update yet, um, and I still really want to. So you're gonna have to wait another week though because unfortunately I leave for Phoenix yeah. tomorrow. Like it, we went to PAX and like Dylan and Adam were gone and I was here, and then we got back and we're all super busy, and then I'm leaving again. So next week I think we're here for the first three days of the week. Yeah, so, which is enough. Yeah, we'll figure so it out. We'll try and we, we, we try tried, and get a little bit. Of PAX we looked going. at our schedules and we tried really hard to, to convince PAX to like move a weekend yeah. one way or the <laughs> other right. so we could like. Uh, our schedule would work out better, but they, they didn't. They didn't really. Uh, yeah. They weren't really receptive to that. Something about eighty thousand other people uh, coming too, and Weird. those people are more important than us. And I, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> Weird. Moving anyway, on. That's still happening. <laughs> all right. So there's what we've all been playing, and after that, we always move on to our news. There it is. <laughs> We missed this. Like no, the, the worst part of last week was I had no, I had no news. I had no Vinny voice. No I bumpers. Had, it was tough. Did you, uh, did you like have a moment of silence for the the loss of those things? I tried to convince um, Hans to do uh, the Vinny voice, and he said that it would be like awful and fevery. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. No, he just said it would, wouldn't be right. It, it would be taking something that was objectively Dylan. You no, know, I, I appreciate yeah, that. Making a, you know, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it'll um, be back. Yeah, so obviously the big thing in news right now is this little game called Destiny 2. I'm yeah. sure you've heard of it. 1.2 million simultaneous players this weekend. That's insane. Yep. That's slightly more than PUBG. Slightly more. Slightly and more. PUBG, I, I don't know. I, I think comparing those two right? games it's to insane. simultaneous users, like... Is that between two the two consoles? Or was that yeah, on... Yeah, for okay. both. Yeah, so that's I, I think I don't think you can compare those two just because it's, well, it's just insane that you that it's what's crazy is that no, you shouldn't be able to compare those, but you can. Like it's amazing well, the amount of players that PUBG has right now. That's the crazy right. part. Yeah. yeah, but PUBG's also got what a seven month head start. Yeah, but I mean, the game's obje- not even out. Objectively, <laughs> Destiny <laughs> has a three year head start building an audience. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. So, what do you think? I th- Destiny two. What do you think? I'm. It's. Everything I wanted from the game, like it took every complaint I had, and I honestly didn't have that many complaints about Destiny right. because of when I got into it. Like I've only been playing Destiny for like maybe the last four, months. four months, yeah. And so, like I came at the end where everything was really good. You know, like I never had to play vanilla Destiny. I never had to play vanilla. You know, I never had to play Destiny without DLC. Like right. I still haven't beaten the entire story in Destiny. Oh me. So, um, to me. It just everything's everything's cleaner. Like the load times are significantly better. You don't have to go into orbit all the time. Um, the gunplay feels amazing. The graphics are absolutely stupendous. Mm-hmm. Like I I've, I said this quite a few times. That it needs a photo mode like Horizon Zero Dawn has or like mm-hmm. um, The Last of Us has. Where I just I look at these things. I'm like I wish I could take a picture of that without my dorky dude and his gun in the way. Because <laughs> some of the some of the things you'll just come out on this cliffside and you're like wow those are just amazing. Um, the music's great. Um, the missions feel super solid, and I actually understand what the story is this time. Like that's my that's my favorite yeah. thing about it is the story. If you ask me what the story of Destiny was, I'm like, I, I, space guy, you know, like <laughs> I, I fight nothing. things, and there's bad guy alien people, and now I'm like, oh well, there's the traveler, and the you know, like you actually understand who you are and what you're doing and why you're on these missions, and it's great. Yeah, and you're getting to interact with. Um, you know, Cade and, and all these, you know. It was hilarious. Oh God. Nathan Fillion plays that part. 
perfectly. There's no one else that could play that so role. So you did you get to the part where he's holding the chicken? He's just standing there holding a chicken. No, he's having a conversation. Just holding the chicken. That's amazing. It's great. <laughs> we yeah. were. I was playing with uh, Miles Neurogamer nice. from the from the Discord and uh, his partner Larry, and we were playing last night, and uh, we finished this mission. And they're all standing around the farm, and when they pan over to Cade for his his part, he's just standing there holding the chicken. Oh, that's just amazing. Petting the chicken. It was great. We all laughed. Nathan Fillion holds a chicken in Destiny 2, then I'm in. You're yeah. in. Yeah. It's totally I think good. the funny thing is, is like I'm like a level, I'm gonna say like fifteen or sixteen. Okay. But I'm not that far into the campaign because I played like three or four hours with my brother and Kevin, and then I stopped playing with them and like ate lunch and then played another three or four hours with my kid, but started over from the first because oh, my gosh. kid hadn't played yet. Right. So I've played like the first, I've played probably eight or ten hours of the game, but the first, the yeah, game. but I played the first four hours and then played the first four hours again. So I'm, I'm not terribly far into the story, but everything I've played is spectacular. I love the little, like, so you lose, I guess, is it a spoiler? It's not a spoiler to say you lose your light. Oh, no, it's not that's, a spoiler. Because that's what, I mean, yeah, that's what trailer. happens right at the very, yeah. in the beta. You lost but, your light. But, and so that also means that you don't have a subclass. Um, right. Or you have one subclass. You don't have your other two. And so you have to kind of gain them back through this weird kind of process of finding these kind of broken mm-hmm. pieces of, of things. And, and then you go talk to a, sh- like I thought, you don't talk to a shard of the traveler. It's a big rock. But right. you go to it and then like kind of pass this challenge. And those you are super fun. Like I, I really like the process of like getting your light back. Um, probably the only thing I don't like about the game is I don't like how they've changed your weapon loadouts. I don't like that you have, because in Destiny 1 you had like, a machine gun kind of thing, and then your secondary was a sniper rifle or a fusion rifle or a uh, shotgun. Scout rifle? Or a shotgun. Okay. So your scout rifles, your pulse rifles, all those things were in your first slot. And okay. then your shotguns and, and Main fusion weapon. rifles. And your hand cannons. Yeah, were your secondary weapons, and then your third weapons were your heavies. And now your first two slots can kind of be... A pulse rifle and an auto rifle or pulse rifle. It can be whatever, a, basically whatever you want. Whatever, as unless long as fall, like, you that. want it to be a sniper rifle or a shotgun, which are now in with your heavy weapons. Yeah. And I don't like that. But those weapons have always been in, in not necessarily in Destiny, but in other games, that's where most of those weapons fall, see, is in that third category. See, I don't think so. Like, it's usually you're able to have a a close combat gun and a and a far combat gun you know yeah. so like you can go like i have a i have a rifle that i can use close up and a sniper rifle when i want to shoot something from across the screen um you know even i mean when you think about it even like most role playing games work that way where you've got a sword from up close and you've got a bow and arrow for far back and i right. think you kind of like you can use kind of a scout rifle kind of like that but I just I like I love having, my scout rifle. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I usually do is I have a, a I have a auto in my main and a scout rifle as my secondary, so I can kind of plink at things from a distance mm. and then you know go in close with a scout rifle. And it does it is nice that you have melee past that. But I just kind of wish I wish I don't ever use shotguns, but I wish that sniper rifle was able to be put in your secondary shotgun slot. Shotgun is great. It is. It's just it's because oh, I'm that guy. I'm that guy who's like, oh, there's the big bad guy, the main bad guy, and I run right up to him and I just unload. That's believe, what I do. I believe he is known as a Leroy Jenkins. I that's okay. I'm fine with that. But that's what I do. Sure. And I've I I last night I died more in battle than I have up to that point. But I'm just going to blame Miles and Larry. Do you think the game's harder? Do I think the game's harder than one? Um. No. Do you want me to give you my thoughts on the game? Yeah. I, no. Okay. Um. So here are my thoughts. I think the story is fantastic. The voice acting is absolutely incredible. I think the the story in particular. I'm enjoying it more than I think I have mm-hmm. a game 
as of late. Just because yeah. the story's it's actually got an actually compelling story. It's good. It's really good. It's good. Um, so it's more of Destiny. It's just Destiny again with new maps. Yep. Which is fine. Yeah. Because if it's not necessarily, it wasn't necessarily broken once they fixed it. Yeah. Um, but now they don't have to fix it. Uh, the th- th- my problems so far with the game are one the platforming sections. I think the platforming is. I hate platforming in a first person game. I hate it. What I think do you it's play as? Terrible. I'm a titan. Huh. I uh, I th- I mean, but Destiny One had a ton of platforming too. It didn't have a ton. It oh, did yeah, not it have did. A, it didn't have a ton. I would I mean maybe you're further in and have seen more of it than I have, but I would say Destiny 1 had more platforming and more super frustrating platforming than Destiny 2 has for me. The only platforming I remember from the first Destiny like that was like there was there were two sections. There was one where you were kind of outside, and then there was another one where you were inside mm-hmm. this cavern where you had to yeah where you had to find. I mean, this these one the only paths. the only real platforming's been on the the level with the uh, when you're first on Titan. Titan, right? Yeah, but all the missions on that planet and all the little adventures on that planet oh. and all the things. And to me, the Titan the platform and that's not hard. But I play as a hunter too, and, and oh, I don't play well, hunter has a triple jump, and no. so you can kind of redirect in the air a little bit. That better, would be fancy. I, think. I would. Yeah. I should probably do that. But yeah. I don't like platforming in a first-person shooter at all. Do you? No. Yeah. Oh God. And like, to me, like I it fits appreciate... really well into the story. And well, I can you know. appreciate like the verticality of of, of the whole thing because, sure. like in Lawbreakers, that Overwatch kind of thing, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of verticality Doom. in that. Yeah. It's in Doom, yeah. Like there's a lot of up and down. Yeah. So I get that. But straight up having to jump, like there's a section in that you come to in Nessus, which is the planet after Titan, yeah, and where there's that energy f- flowing around that you can't step in this energy, whatever on the planet because it yeah. hurts you. Yeah, yeah. I died five or six times trying to get to catch up with Miles Interesting. because I couldn't I couldn't land the jumps because it's first person. I don't want to I don't want if I'm on a platformer I'm going to play Mario. Interesting. Yeah. Right. That, that's I don't so want to platform in until you said that if someone had said like oh you know the platforming in, in Destiny 2 I would have said like what? It, well, it, it doesn't even occur to me yeah. that that's what I would call platforming. My friend, to me it's just like the environment. My yeah. friend Victor I, when I came back from my trip last week he said that he'd been playing with our friend Brad and that Brad kept dying and all Victor would say was platform. Platforming, platforming, platforming. And I'm like I don't know what you mean I've not played it yet. Yeah. Stop telling me this. That's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, it happened. Like when me and my brother and Kevin were playing, you know, occasionally someone would miss and you just res them and yeah. move on. It's, 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 to me, the, it's, to me, it's the, the ones in the first one were so much harder with the weird, like, ones that would disappear when you jump onto them or disappear, yeah. you know, that or the, the, the the ones where you're jumping almost like from these big land masses to big land masses were hard because if you didn't nail those right you just couldn't jump far enough i the ones in this have been far less frustrating to me that's yeah, I mean, interesting i guess it's one thing to make a big jump yeah. across a chasm but it's another like thing one. to yeah like one jump but i have to oh this one's bounce, on these, to, these bounce, are bounce, i mean it's bounce to bounce to bounce to bounce, yeah. to bounce. Yeah. so it's strange so, I did, I, different strokes i don't ever want to die in a, like a platforming section in a game like this cuz that's not what the game's about, right? right? If but I, I mean, die to the big baddie, that's but I mean, fine, isn't it? I mean, it's just part of an no, environmental it's not, thing. That's not what the challenge in that game is. Oh no, it's, it's very much what the challenge in that game is. <laughs> and the, it's no, beautiful to see. Yeah. Playing Destiny, like when I'm jumping through those segments, it's not hard. Every once in a while, you like miss a segment. 
damn it, now I gotta do that again. Yeah. Like, it's frustrating. Like, it takes me, like, I don't want to do that in this game. Like, I don't mind jumping over a big chasm. Like, oh, big chasm, cool. Like, that's <laughs> landscapey. Jumping from, like, weird disappearing <laughs> platforms know, to isn't me, really... To me, like, it's so landscapey, though. Like, you're literally on a, you're on a giant platform that is above a huge ocean that has been just ravaged by these bad guys. And so what you're doing is you're jumping literally over bridges that used to connect all these different things to go turn on a generator again. It's it's very environmental. But then it disappears and I die. No, that's no, that, that, that's in the first one. Like, yeah, that was this is the thing. It's, like it's, if it's if I played through the first Destiny and didn't have a complaint about the platforming but I'm complaining about it in this one. It's strange to me because the first one I I complained about the platform all the time because it was super hard. Oh, see, it never, I never, it yeah. never phased me. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I didn't appreciate the points yeah. where they had yeah. it because I think what's the one Black Garden where uh, that, that was one a with the like one? the like three disappearing ones where you'd have to jump on it and it, like yeah. right before you hit it, it would disappear and yeah, then yeah. like we didn't know either that you could pull out your ghost and it would show you where they were. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it was. I thought the first one's platforming was really obtuse and really hard. So I don't know. I, I made it through. Nah. Whatever. Oh, uh, there was a couple where I'm just like, <laughs> I'm done. Go fight the boss yourself. I'll wait here. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I I really enjoy it. The soundtrack oh, yeah. is great. The guns feel fantastic. I love my pulse rifle yes. and my scout rifle. Yep. Those two, I have a pulse rifle almost always equipped, a scout rifle almost always equipped, and a rocket or grenade launcher. Yeah. And grenades, I got really good with my grenade launcher. Because yeah. <laughs> if you aim it just right and it just does that arc. And, yeah. yeah. And the uh, sticky bombs that you can yeah. get that you get. Well, the sticky bombs are cool too because they almost feel yeah. like they've got like a little bit of like homing on them. Like you throw them at something, they kind of go. Whoop. Well, they're magnetic. Yeah. So yeah. it's like they bounce and they yeah. go towards whatever's you know, metal. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything better than a. Like I did it the other day, and I wish I'd had video of it because it was so fun. And I, I threw it at what? Who are the guys that like warp in and out of time? Is it? Oh, the, it's the, the cap- taken. It's a, it wasn't a taken though. No, it's the it was one of the the captains or the whatever who can literally like, kind of like they'll be there and then they'll disappear and shift like oh, five feet to the yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah still, I think it's a captain. Captain. Either way, yeah. I hit with one that, with that yeah, purple the big kind shield, of shield thing. Yeah, and so I threw a grenade at him like right as he warped, and so it stuck to him. He warped like five <laughs> feet to the left, reappeared, and then and the, the grenade boom. exploded. And I'm like, yeah. nice. <laughs> it's a fun game, and it's just full of those. It's full of those experiences that you really, really enjoy. That right. Just make the. I mean, it's what makes Destiny Destiny. It's 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 just always like slightly hard enough. Like the guys feel just slightly. Mm-hmm. They always feel pretty on level. Um, yeah, I try, and I've tried soloing as many missions as I could, just uh, just because I wanted to level sure. up as quickly as yeah. I could. Not everybody was always around, but it's kind of fun to be able to do like the world events by yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. it's really cool. And I got, I made it through all the missions alone up until. The the first one on Nessus. Sure. Um, I think I made it through alone. I know that I played with uh, your brother and yep. Kevin, um, but I made it through most all of them all on my own except for that first one on Nessus where you have to get Cade oh, and sure. uh, you fight a Hydra. And I was oh. all okay. I can't. This I tried it two or three times Lines. and I'm like there's there's too much going on. This is the first mission I've run into where I feel like a team would. I haven't played. I, I haven't played much of it solo. Um, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's just a fun game. I've really, I've really, really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, like the only thing we were talking about this yesterday is, I think the only thing I would love to see is if you could have a fire team of like four or five people, yeah. and then just either increase the number of enemies or increase the damage that it takes to kill all the enemies. Literally, just though, because I've got so many friends playing it that we can't all play together it's you know it's me and my brother and my kid and then someone gets left out or mm-hmm. you know me and someone else and my kid gets left out and you know it'd be just great to add in a couple other players oh and crucible's 3v3 too isn't it 
4v4. And can yeah. you have a team of you four? You can have a fire team of four for, okay. for Crucible. And then the raid should be six. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Other than, uh, other than that, the only other thing that I've noticed, I think there's a couple of weird connectivity issues on the PlayStation oh, yeah. Network. Well, the clan stuff's a little messed up right now. Like, we do have a yeah. clan. You can join us. I'll post it. That's weird. Yeah. It's like our clan works. It's just not showing up right in-game. It shows up great on the website. Well, yeah. But And when you're in-game, if you actually go to your clan yeah. roster, everybody's there if yeah. they're online. Everybody that's in the clan yeah. is there if they're online. It's just not showing up quite right. It's just showing, like, there's, gotten... there's 16 people here, but it's saying there's only four people mm-hmm. in the actual clan. That's not true. I've uh, I've had a couple instances where I've gone to play and they're like, hey, contact the Destiny 2 servers when I like go to dust something or when I go to update things. And it's like, maybe not right now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not right now. And I've had a couple of hard quits. But, I mean, you know, it's just there's a ton of people playing all at once. It's oh, yeah. I had a hard quit crash stop when I finished a mission that I'd been trying to finish. Yeah. And I did yep. it again. Yeah. Anyway, um, other people are complaining about this shader thing, this shader controversy. I just picked up two different shaders last night. Yep. I don't think I can use them, though, until I'm level 20. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but, like, so because people on the Internet always need something to complain about, this appears to be the destiny to complaint du jour. Um, and it's, this is just these are just color options for your character. Yeah, and so and what is, people are mad about whatever. is in Destiny 1, you had shaders. And you picked up a new shader. And you never got very many of them. I mean, I'm... Like at level, like, like I'm light level three, three, three. No, nah, I'm not that high. Three something though. Maybe, okay. maybe 200. I don't know. But I've got 80 or 90 hours into Destiny and I've got maybe three, maybe four. I've got two and I'm yeah. only like eight hours into this. And, uh, but the, the difference is, is in Destiny one, you kept those shaders forever. So you could go from this shader to this shader to this shader to this shader whenever you wanted. And the, and the new ones, you, each shader has, I think, five Uses. pieces in it, and you can use one to do your arms and one to do your chest piece and one to do your leg piece. So one shader will color an entire set of armor, but they're one use only. So once you've used it, you've used it forever. Um, and you have to get another one to change it again. So if you're if you're the first time you use it, you like this, you're like, oh, I don't like this, or I like this on parts of me. You'll have to get another shader in order to do it again, uh. and you lose those initial shaders. And what the folks at Destiny are saying is, like, it's fine, though. By the time you get through the campaign and grind your way up, you're going to have a ton of these things. No one's ever going to care. And what the Internet's saying is, well, but you just really want us to buy them because you can buy them mm-hmm. using real-world money and to get silver for it. And, yeah, I guess maybe they are, but at the same time, like, no one's forcing you <laughs> to buy these things. Like, just because you want to be pretty doesn't mean <laughs> that, you know, like, the world owes it to you. Just be so very happy that the only thing they're doing is letting you buy pretty colors for your outfits. Right. And not, you You're know. Not, it's not a pay-to-win pay to win stuff. So I just, <laughs> I, I like, people are really, really, really mad about it. And I'm just like, why? There's like it's so many other things. <laughs> I mean, geez, the game's amazing. Worried about, you know, what color your legs are is Wham. pretty pretty dumb. Um, I don't ever got one of those in the first Destiny. Yeah. I still haven't. I've never... Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I think... Armor. I armor think the concept ugly. of... I think the concept of Shaders is awesome. I love having... Not having mismatched armor, you know? Right. Um, and, and I think the downside is, like, the kind of... I don't know how your guy looks, but my guy is just kind of... crap. Kind of brown. Like, they're, the default ones are kind of boring, and so I see yeah. one to have prettier ones, but I'm going to wait you, until I get a suit of armor. Those on your, can your, does your... Does your I'm Guardian sure. load into your app on your phone? I don't know. But, I mean, I'm just going to wait until um, I'm just gonna wait until I get armor that I know I'm going to keep before I worry about shaders. Right. You know? It just doesn't matter. And, and like I said, 
if it's really that big of a deal to you, I guess I'm sorry, but if it's that big of a deal to you, I kind of question why you care that much, too. It seems weird, too, because how often you're getting new stuff. Yeah, and that's what they said, is at the end, you know, by the time you get to a point where you're like, I want to keep all... And I guess that's the the thing, is is every time you get a new piece of armor, you're like, oh, I need to make sure that matches, then, yeah, you're going to have a hard time with Destiny 2. But if you just go like, hey, I'm going to play until I'm, you know, level 20, and I've my gear's kind of started to... You know, I've got all my legendaries that I'm going to keep for a while, and my exotics I'm going to keep for a while... And then color those, you're going to be just fine. But, I mean, even if this is a cash grab, there are far worse ways to grab cash. <laughs> Holy crap. Like, and, I mean, like, Destiny 2 probably cost $150 million to $250 million to make. Like, that's a oh, ton that of money. Oh, I figured money. it would cost more. No, that's about what, like, big AAA games cost these days wow. is, like, quarter million dollars. You know, maybe more with quarter marketing, billion. maybe more. Quarter billion. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, quarter million, you don't make anything for a quarter million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, $250 million, you know, everything told, that's a ton of money. And, yeah. and are they going to make that back with game sales? Probably they may make it back with game sales plus DLC. But, you know, having these kind of little other things, it keeps people in jobs, man. Like, So it's, now, is it the ability, though, to buy this stuff kind of similar to buying a, a crate in Overwatch or unlocking a crate in Overwatch? It's exactly to get, the same. Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> And, and it's just, like I said, I think sometimes people just need something to complain about, um, you know. And, I mean, frankly, like, if you want, if you trusted what people on the Internet said about Destiny, it's a horrible game that never should have been made. It looks like crap and really should have been priced as DLC because there's nothing new in I it. I only trust people on the Internet about politics. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get to, uh, we'll get to PewDiePie later. Yeah, right. All right. Well, uh, so there's your Destiny 2 stuff. Dylan, I'm sorry we didn't talk to you about that just because you've not played it. So yeah, I don't for the know first time, you're actually Irrelevant. I'm the first time, irrelevant. I think so. The first time, I think you're relevant all the time. Right. It's all good, except for that. Uh, all right. So I'm uh, next. The Bethesda. Is it Bethesda or Bethesda? Bethesda. Oh, okay. except that there is a Y. I'm there. like the Bethesda. Uh, <laughs> so the Bethesda. Beth- there. <laughs> the Bethesda Creation Club launched, and it is not so great. Uh, is this kind of this is the oh this is like they stopped doing the mods for Fallout Four and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, this is like, like the paid instead. mod stuff. And I mean, it's not instead because you can still like it's still a lot of these mods are still available for free, but um, this is supposed to be that curated. You know, club that's going to let where people spend their time, you spend some money. Yeah, you know exactly. You know, this guy spent hours and hours and hours making this mod. Throw him five bucks to show your appreciation for it. It gives these people the ability to do it. But the problem that they're seeing already is that people are taking mods that have existed for free and stealing it from the authors and relabeling it and putting it in the store. And it was supposed to not do that. There's supposed to be all these checks in place and you know reviews and whatever to make sure that didn't happen and. Regardless, it's still happening. So Right. Isn't this the problem that Steam had? It's the exact problem that Steam had. And so, you know, it's one of those things that I love. I love the idea of this because I think that, that creators deserve to be paid for things that they're spending. I mean, some of these mods are huge and take hours. And I think even more so than that, like, they take a huge amount of time to make, but they take a huge amount of time to update. You know, every new version of Fallout that comes out often will break a mod, and so then the mod author has to update it. And there's nothing worse than going in and going like, oh, I want that mod. That looks so cool, and realizing that the mod author stopped updating it a year ago, you know? Mm. Um, and so by incentivizing these mod developers to, you know, to keep up with these things, it's it's 
better for everyone. And, you know, it's nice that they make some money and that you have mods that work and whatever. But, man, it's just it just hasn't worked quite yet. So Bethesda needs to... Bethesda needs to kind of go back and, and probably get rid of a bunch of the ones that are wrong and, and probably set up a, a better system for not only reviewing, but a better system for people going and saying, like, hey, they, they obviously stole this. Right. Um, but it's hard, too, because there's no real, like, intellectual property or copyright law or anything that surrounds mods, you know. Um, it's very hard to prove that, no, that was my idea and I made that one first. So right. it's difficult. I, I understand. I like. I, I. I'm sympathetic to the difficulties of it, but if they're going to do this, they need to do it better. And what's even funny is, in addition to that, so remember how you were talking about back in the day with Xbox, you would buy credits or coins or yeah, whatever, yeah. Oh, and the, geez, all, yeah. the alternating difference between what you're spending versus what you're getting. I'll buy eighty um, coins for a dollar. Right. So, uh, in addition to that, evidently to buy stuff in the Creation Club, you can't use money. You have to use credits. Yeah, so and you can buy 750 credits for $8. Uh, it's like, what? why would you do that? And, uh, 1500 uh, Well, so it's weird. Seven fifty for eight, 750 credits for $8, 1,500 credits for $15, 3,000 for 25 and 55 for 40 Why? There's one of them in there that matches up. I don't know. One. It's just Come gross. On. It's so gross. Math is not that hard. And it's not. Like, I think the thing <laughs> is, is back in the day, like, I would give you know old playstation old xbox kind of the benefit of a doubt like microtransactions were not a thing really but apple's been selling you know songs for a dollar now for 15 years ever right (laughs) so like obviously it's possible obviously it's possible to do it and make money so what up yo (laughs) that's what i say what up yo all right. Um, so up next, Final Fantasy VII's release date is Cliff's own personal Berenstein Bears paradox. Right. I don't know what this means. So Dylan, you're not do you have any the... idea what a Berenstein Bears paradox I, is? I know what the Berenstein Bears are, but so yeah, there's the Berenstein Bears is one of many like strange paradoxes that people have found kind of in their lives. And so the Berenstein Bears one is that if you ask people how, what the name of the Berenstein Bears is, there's two very distinct groups of people that say one is Berenstein Bears and the other is like the Bernstein Bears. They're spelled completely differently. And if you ask people from different places and different times and what people remember both of those very distinctly as them being right. Oh, there's Berenstein or Berenstein. Yes. And only one of those is right. Okay. It is actually the Berenstein Bears. Oh, Um, there is no other. But but like I think I'm I'm not I'm confused about which one I remember now because I know about the paradox. But there's a bunch of these. I think what is the one of them is that there's a Shaq movie called Shazam. Mm -hmm. Is that one true? Yeah. Maybe it's not that one then. Because there's one that like literally it doesn't exist at all. But people really, really remember it actually existing. If you go look at these kind of paradox things there's dozens and dozens of them that people distinctly remember this thing being real and it's not and you know most it, you know there's one of two answers one is that people just memory is incredibly faulty and people make it what they want it to be to be the other is that you know we live in a world that's right next to another dimension that's just like ours but slightly different and sometimes things cross over um well now you made it weird well but i mean like the multiverse is real it's uh Stephen Hawking says the multiverse is real, so I I, I trust that dude. Um, the best way to think about that is right now you're in a you're in a universe where you're not on fire. Somewhere in another multiverse, you're on fire. 
Why is that the best way to think of it? <laughs> Why is that the best way? Because any the best way? The best way to think is Adam's on fire. It makes the me happy. The best way to think of it is in one universe, I'm a multi-billionaire <laughs> There's a dripping named in... Batman. <laughs> yeah, right? There's Just... a universe where I'm skinny. I'm very excited about that one. I'm like, that's that's the good, no, that's the good one. The one where Adam's on fire is my favorite. <sighs> um, but anyway. Anyway, so Final so, Fantasy VII's release date is your own Berenstein Bears paradox yes, because... Because, so, like... I'm going to say the 9th rolled around, and all of a sudden, all the these. Roll around? Uh, the 9th of September, right? Okay. And all of a sudden, all these places are like, oh my God, Final Fantasy VII came out 20 years ago today. And I'm like, no, no it didn't. But Final Fantasy VII came out the day before I got married. Um, so it was September 3rd. And I remember this very distinctly because I had to go to work the day before I got married to distribute like 250 pre-orders for right. Final Fantasy VII because my store sold a ton of them. And I mean, obviously that day is very, very, you know, close to me because it was, you know, the day I got married. So I remember the day before it. Um, and so I started going out on the Internet and like they're like, no, no, if you go to Wikipedia, Final Fantasy came out September 9th. I'm like, but it but it didn't. And I started looking around, and there are literally two release dates for Final Fantasy VII. I'm looking at one. Okay, so I've got I've got a release date. What date do you have? Me. January 31st. That's the release date in North America. This is initial that's, release that's date. That's Japan. Oh, yeah. So well, then why are we why are we just all agreeing on? That one. Because it's the North American release. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but like, so you start digging into the internet, and there are two very, very different release dates for Final Fantasy. One of them is September 3rd, and one of them is September 9th. And I can't find any anything that says why some people believe one's one and one's the other. It's not like, you know, oh, Software Etc., you know, sold that game six days early. Like, my boss never would have broken a street date. I guarantee you that. He was, like, the most hard-ass dude in the entire world. What is Final Fantasy VII International? Mm. So, a re-release of the game based on its Western version titled Final Fantasy VII International was released on October 2nd, 1997. That was... And that would have been later. Oh, no, that was, um, that's right. Yeah, 97. What day? October October. 2nd. I don't have any idea what that one is. Oh, geez. We're in too deep. Is that maybe the European? Could be. Yeah, maybe that was a European release. But either way, I literally, I spent like an hour digging into this, and I can't find. Oh, no, in North America, it, uh, it says, it says, okay, according to the Final Fantasy Wiki, Japan was January 17th, uh, Later that year, September 7th, North America. Okay, so it's September 7th, not September 9th. And then October 2nd, internationally. Except I, the date for me is September 3rd. And if you like look, if you start digging into it, you can find a bunch of other people like, oh, yeah, I remember that release September 3rd. And I, but I can't find out why. I have no idea why there's one official release date and this other release date that people remember it being released on, including myself. It's the Mormons. I, it's the Mormons. <laughs> it's real weird, though. It's real strange for me. Because that, that day has crazy. been a day in my life forever because... You know, it's just, it's always See, and been... I thought you were talking about the upcoming release no, of the thing. No, so I'm like, well, I don't know, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. It was an anniversary. It's just so weird for me. Yeah, but my 20th anniversary was on the 4th. And so, like, to me, oh, like, 20th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII was yesterday. And, and it was like, no. And it was like, no. And then all these articles started coming out. I'm like, I just, I don't know what's going on anymore. So. <laughs> Nothing is real. It's my, it's my own paradox. Nothing is, that's the, the reality is we're all just a computer simulation. The reality so. is nothing is the reality. There you go. Got it. 
Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash, like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP, but don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Uh, PUBG update. Anybody playing right now? Mr. Are you Dylan. playing? Not right now. Well, not right like, this minute. I'm recording a podcast, Adam. Well, I know that. But you've been, uh, so is that what, have you been playing more PUBG lately? Or not really, because I oh, have not been wrong. around. <laughs> but before that, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's an update on the test servers currently. So that'll that be mo- fog. Okay, that's what I saw. I saw it the fog stuff. So it cool. looks really good. There'll, I cannot wait to play it. There'll mm-hmm. be a new city added to the map. So one of one of the little towns got more buildings added to what is, I think, like the west side or something. I'm not going to get too deep into this because... Oh, no, silly, that, that's but, okay. Keep and going. Then, <laughs> please do. And then to... The side of that, there is another city added, I guess. Really? So, Ooh, that makes And it's me supposed happy. to be a pretty big settlement. Good. So it'll be another one of the, like, I mean, the way the circle comes in at the end of the game, you usually are fighting over these certain locations most right. of the time. So it, it's going to probably add I another. I like it when you end up fighting in a city or a small settlement or something where you've got actual... You know, yeah, strategy to do right. rather than just a hill and a like, field. Oh, look, you're like, on a grassy oh, we knoll. Got, we got screwed. Although on this the one, one that I ended up on, I was up on top of this grassy knoll, and I was, I just, I was like, I'm gonna go up there, and the circle came in on me, so yeah. I was up there just popping them off. Wait, are you the shooter on the grassy knoll? I have been. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, don't fog, say that too city. loud. <laughs> right? I think you're still looking for that guy. Um, it's the CIA. Everyone knows that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think that's exciting. There's gonna be. I mean, it's a huge map, and there's a lot of it that could have, I think, maybe a little bit more stuff. And I think that's cool that they're the map's not final yet, so right. that's kind of cool. It can it can change, even though it is one map, like it's one huge gigantic. So, map. I mean, that's going to be interesting. I think, like, I can't, I'm just trying to imagine the first time you kind of like drop back down, and you're like, "Well, this wasn't here before." Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. Even though I know I haven't explored that whole map because no, it's, it's huge. huge. There's so many, but it's so funny watching like because I'll watch people play just so I can get some pointers on on whatever. And they're like, okay, so when you land over here and you run this way and go up this hill and down over here, and I'm like, you know this city like you live there, and it's right. kind of scary. I, so. I would really love to – I wish you could set that up to be like a, just a one-player exploration game so I could just like go and yeah. wander around for two or three hours and like really figure out where everything is and parachute in multiple times, see where the kind of the lay of the land is. Because I just don't – I'm. it seems unlikely with all the other games I play that I'm ever going to be able to dedicate – 
300 hours to PUBG. Right. Um, and I love the game. I think it's great, but it's I think it's always going to be like a game I play casually. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Um, also adding another another weapon. So there will be a new 556 rifle. Chicken bazooka. Oh, sorry. No. That takes uh, sniper attachments. Oh, um, nice. And what it lacks in damage, it makes up for in, like, muzzle velocity. What so, it lacks in being a chicken bazooka, yeah. it makes up for <laughs> muzzle velocity. So apparently it's going to shoot a little straighter, uh, so less bullet drop over distance, but you're not going to do quite as much damage when you actually hit. Um, so it's interesting. I rarely find sniper rifles. Like, it's one of those I've things. I've never found a sniper like, rifle. Like if you have a sniper rifle, you're gold. Like that's you just you need one, and it's. it's I'm I usually I'm like sweet. I got a knife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I found like I found the eight times scope attachments or yeah. whatever, and those help a lot. Oh yeah. So even the four times the, the four, four any scope. four or more. Yeah. The yeah. two times scope is. Eh. Yeah, it helps. It, it helps get a little. You can see a little bit further. Put but, a scope on my knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a scope on your frying pan. Uh, uh yeah, but. Uh, maybe maybe we'll actually see some more of those weapons pop up since there's another one. That would be um, nice. Well, maybe in, I don't know, October when Dylan gets back, we can all play PUBG yeah. together. Where are you going now? Oh, that's right. You've got things happening. Things. <laughs> and stuff. Things and stuff. All right. Is that all you got there for the PUBG? Oh, that means we're going to have to podcast alone the week after next. Damn Just it. me and you. Oh, well. Crazy. Anyway. The podcast is falling apart. <laughs> all right. Um, that's okay. Yeah. We can have... A guest star come in. We can ask PewDiePie oh. to come and be our third mic uh, person, that... and he can say do all the replace, racist do shit that you. Please do not replace me with him. I, <laughs> I will not allow it. Dude's gross. I mean, so so here's the thing with PewDiePie. I'd seen him before, but I never knew. This was before I understood the whole YouTube community and the Twitch community and how all that stuff and the monetization of it yeah. and what what these people were. I thought these were just crazy people who were like, look, I've got a camera. I didn't realize. You didn't realize that PewDiePie made $14 million last he makes year? tons of money. Yeah. I, um, I, you're not off. Oh, I'm not, no, I'm not <laughs> off. He, let's be clear. Like, you're <laughs> on the nose with he's crazy and he has a camera. Yeah. But he I also just, has a bank account. Yeah, I didn't realize that he was... That's I thought he was doing it just because he, he was crazy with a camera. I didn't realize he was doing it because people were paying him. Yeah. To which is still crazy it, to me. Which yeah. is just, I mean, it's if nuts. you've ever given money to PewDiePie and you're listening to back. this, you really need to go see a doctor. Yeah. You just need to. He, uh, so I guess for, I, I don't know if there's anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about now because it's been on literally every web page I open. It doesn't matter if it's Facebook or Twitter or, right. you know, MSN. And it's if like, you haven't heard about it, this isn't the Nazi thing that he pulled, what, four months ago, five yeah, so months he ago? Did, he did this whole kind of anti-Semitic Nazi crap and then, you know, kind of kind of pulled it back. And he's like, you know, I, I didn't, especially out of a lot of the kind of the current events, he's like, I didn't really realize that, or so he said, he didn't really realize that Nazis were kind of a thing. That, like, there were literally people that kind of self-identify with this super alt-right, mm-hmm. you know, Nazi Kind of, kind of thing that that we see going on, and he, you know, he seemed very apologetic and very sincere. And yeah. you know, I don't want to see you give the guy a pass, but he, you know, he lives in a completely. You don't Sweden? people don't realize, yeah, Swedish. dude's Swedish. I mean, I, I'm sure people do realize, but you know, <laughs> he's Swedish. He lives in in um, the UK now, but you know, race relations and stuff are different there than they are in the United States. Like that's you know whatever. So you give the dude a pass, and then this weekend he's playing PUBG and gets. 
frustrated and gets killed by someone and drops the the N-word. Yeah. And and then like backs it up with, you know, oh, I didn't mean to say that. (laughs) I meant to say this other expletive. Yeah. And you know, his first apology is like, well, I just, you know, I did I got in the heat of, you know, whatever, and that's just one of those words. And I'm like, you know, I swear, like, people don't realize because we do a podcast and we try and keep it clean here, but, like, I swear constantly, constantly. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, I think all of us do. Like, it's just, it's part of our vocabulary, and, and you all don't know how hard it is to do this for an hour <laughs> and a half and, and not. <laughs> but, like, that's a word that I have never said in anger, oh, uh, you yeah. know? Like, I mean, that's that's just, it's one of my kind of off-limit things I don't say. Right. I don't think any of us have said it just because of the weight that it carries in this yeah. country in particular. Yeah. Um. I don't. I honestly don't know what kind. I'm sure it doesn't carry a good amount of weight in any other country. Yeah. But I honestly, I can honestly say, I think it might be viewed. I don't want to say differently, but not at not with as much in in other countries. Because in other countries, not not necessarily. I mean, in other countries, not necessarily ours or the UK or whatever. I don't think it has that. It's not the same weight. It's not the same. But, it's, not, it's not, yeah. But, I mean, the dude's... It, not that, it, not not that it makes it better yeah, or anything. Like, but at some point in time, too, you have to go from being like, oh, hey, I'm just a little YouTuber and I said something dumb to, like, I'm effectively an international yeah. media star who, you know, the last time I did something dumb got dropped by Disney. Like, that's... <laughs> that's that's. There's a difference between, like, I'm dumb, said dumb things, and... <laughs> You know, like you're you're a media personality at that point. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You're not. And, rep, you you can continue to rep yourself if you want that yeah. way, and that's fine. But all the companies that are yeah. on board with you are going to go away because yeah. you are effectively representing yeah. them. But I, I think the the biggest thing that came out of this for me is like I don't think we need to argue that PewDiePie is or isn't a racist. He is. Um, I don't think we need to argue whether or not he's a good person or not because I've listened to him. He's just dumb. Um, and a lot of YouTubers are just dumb. But the thing that was most important out of this for me is like I'm f- going to be 40 real soon. And I think a lot of other people that listen are that same age, you know, like that 35 to 40. And we've got kids that are 8, 10, 12, And they consume 13. a lot of YouTube. My kid, I mean, I tell the story all the time, but my kid like, hey, dad, come look at this thing I built. And he built this thing in Minecraft, and I'm like, that's amazing. Like, how did you – I don't know how to do that. How did you figure out how to do this? He's like, oh, I read it. I saw it on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess the internet's just raising my kid now, and I can like, go take a nap. This is great. But – and I think that we all kind of let our kids go, like, oh, we're just watching Minecraft videos. Oh, we're just watching video game videos. And not necessarily realizing that some of the people that do those videos are horrible, horrible awful horrible people, people, you know. And, I mean, some of them are, are – I mean, PewDiePie's gross, but there are people way worse than him, too. So I, I think – it's just it bears asking, you know, if you've got a kid who's ten or twelve and is an you know at a, an age where they're very impressionable and maybe don't realize that that's not a word you're supposed to say or that you know you don't you know people who make jokes about Nazis aren't good people, right? Um, that you know Unless ask you your make kids a joke about dead Nazis. Then it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> then it's just uh, just a Wolfenstein game, um, <laughs> which I cannot wait for. Me either. But you know, make make sure that you know what your kids are watching, and and you know, ask him like, do you watch PewDiePie? Because if you do, you shouldn't be. And and here's why: because he's dumb and says dumb things. And it's just you know, it's just awareness. Like, there's so much good stuff on YouTube, and there's so many great people on YouTube and there's so much good content but there's there's a dark side to all of that and and some of these people are making millions and millions and millions of dollars off that dark side so mm-hmm. just be aware yeah. now that I've brought the entire uh, podcast down thank you <laughs> yeah and I, like 
I don't care if PewDiePie is a good or bad person or what he thinks about anything, but the important thing too is like he is a celebrity and he has an audience. So like when you are in that position, I don't care what you do on your own time. Yeah. But if you're reaching those people, you have to you have to be mindful of what you're saying. Yeah. Like that's just that's like 101 for a You'd think, and well, and if you're not, you have to be. You have to be. Like, you have to accept the responsibility for that. Like, I mean, that's the reality with freedom of speech: is you literally have the ability to say anything yeah. you want, but that, but doesn't, that doesn't absolve you, you from the blowback. Yeah, I mean, it literally or, means you can. I mean, it doesn't mean that you should. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't mean that there won't be consequences for saying those things. Yeah. People get real confused with, "Oh no, it's free speech." You're you're 100 percent right. It's totally free speech. Right, but it's also my free speech to say you're stupid. And yeah, yeah when you've got corporate people attached to you, it becomes that's not it's not, not the same thing. Free yeah, free speech. It's yeah. like you can't say what you want and expect and expect your boss to keep your job. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like we work at a radio station. If I cut a commercial for one of our clients the way I think it should sound because yeah. I think their products suck, yeah. That's perfectly within my rights to do as a human being. Yeah. I can do that. Guess who's going to be unemployed tomorrow, yeah. though? Well, I mean, but even <laughs> just us. Like I said, we make a decision not to swear on our podcast because we understand that- Swear that l- often. Often. A little Sorry. bit. Every now and again. I mean, Dylan said something earlier. I heard him. I did. Yeah, it's all right. Um, it's because Destiny is platforming in, th- in first person. It's frustrating. Yeah. And, but, it, and it merits that word that I go. used. But I mean, and it slips. But, you know, we've we've made a decision not to do that. And it's not, it's not, that's not censorship. It's something we chose ourselves. And we did it because we want, you know, we have an audience that we know sometimes parents listen to our podcast in the cars with their kids and they yeah. don't want to hear that stuff. And so we try and keep it at a level. But I mean, there are things that we won't talk about too, just because we know that it could affect our jobs or our lives or yeah. our whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm not about censorship, but at the same time, Sometimes you say things when they do add value to something, yeah. and a lot of the times, just just using words for the sake of using words isn't yeah. adding any value. Yeah. So, like it doesn't it doesn't contribute to the conversation. Um, and if it did, it, it would be a different conversation we'd be having. Yep. So, Agreed. yeah. And my favorite thing out of all of this, though, is Sean Vanaman. Oh, I forgot about yeah, this. the co-founder of uh, Campo Santo. The people that make Firewatch. Yeah. Uh, they're filing a DMCA takedown. Already have. What's DMCA? So it's the Digital Millennial, Digital Millennial Copyright Act. Essentially, oh. it's it's it's. So these people are what because because these people are making money using footage from their game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so I get it. Uh, to take down his videos about Firewatch and its future games. Anyway, this is what he says, and I it's it's, it's perfect. Great. Because the opening the opening to it doesn't apply just to PewDiePie, but it applies to anybody. There's a bit of leeway you have to have with the internet when you wake up every day. And then he follows it up and make video games. But I still think, you know, everybody has to say it's the internet. You kind of have yeah. to give it a little bit of breathing room yeah. one way or the other. But there's also a breaking point. <laughs> he says, I'm sick of this child getting more and more chances to make money off of what we make. So when it comes to the, like these people actually using these videos and having these abysmal racist tendencies and anti-Semitic things to say – and profiting off of all of these fantastic games, yeah, that's that's it needs that needs to stop. So yeah. But anyway, and one last thing too is like aside from whatever he said, I don't like this because it's it it creates the one thing in a video game community we don't want, and that's like the troll behavior, that toxic behavior. Right. Whether or not he said a racist comment or just he was a jerk to somebody, right. like that, those aren't the kind of people we want 
being our top tier people that anyone growing up is looking up to because that's what makes multiplayer games not fun that's what makes these communities terrible um so exactly that's exactly how i would like to see a reaction um from not and, and this isn't the only behavior that's unacceptable i mean i'm sure there's plenty of just really negative behavior but because they're totally profiting off something that's technically they could just like all video games could say you can't do this and then yep. all those people would be out of jobs. That's how they make their money. Their livelihood could be gone mm-hmm. in a snap. So I think it, there's definitely a responsibility to create a positive environment for video games. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if other people follow suit. Like Camposanto like took a stand and said, "Like, hey, we call we call you out, and we call on other developers to do the same thing." And I mean, you know. It, that's what they said. You know, they they feel complicit in the fact that they've gotten 5.4 million views on that video, and so they know they have probably driven traffic from, you know, that video to their store to make money, and and you know they they realize that that's you know some, to some degree they're kind of complicit in taking that money from a guy they don't agree with his views. It'll be interesting to see if other companies start using DMCA takedowns strategically like that. I mean, right. and and apparently like they kind of have talked around some lawyers and. It's within their rights to do so. Good. So good. 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 All right. Now that we covered that racist pile of crap, yeah. uh, we move on to questions, and we've got a few questions this week. But first, we always lead them off with Vinny. <laughs> Missed it last week. You looked. Very, Where are you, Vinny? You looked very confused when you said that. No, that's my Vinny face. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, you've got a face now. Uh, uh, I think he had a face before too. I know. Well, you got a new one. Um, Vinny's question is, what massively popular video game or series of games just does not appeal to you? Why does said game disinterest you so much, and do you understand why others are in love with that game or not? Yes. I think I do. Destiny. (laughs) You're stupid. Go home. Um, Final Fantasy XIV and World of Warcraft can die in a burning dumpster fire. I, do you I was kind of going to say the same thing. Do you understand why people like them? Actually? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I love World Warcraft. I love the loop. I love the get a quest, do a quest, bring it back, get a reward. It's like heroin to me. Yeah. It's No, I understand how that's addicting, but it absolutely doesn't yeah. appeal to me. I, there are so exactly many the more, same reason. Like That loop is so But terrible. there are so many more fun things that right. you can be addicted to, like heroin. heroin. <laughs> We don't mean that. We do not endorse heroin. We do not endorse heroin. <laughs> no, um, I, I just really like that loop, and I like the socialness of it. I love playing with other people, so I love having a community that you can play with and grow with. And you know, people will just like, oh, hey, yeah, let's go do this quest together. It's like Warcraft was literally a game I had to stop myself from playing because it was t- like, you know, how they say like, you know, video game addiction isn't real, and it's really not like. Like there is no addiction to video games like there is an addiction to heroin. <laughs> there's there's not a there's not a. I mean, but really no. Um, like psychologically, there's no such thing as as video game addiction. Huh. But video games. But that's what most psychologists tell you is there's no there's no video game addiction. But can video games get to a point where they are harmful to your outside life? And that's when video games become problematic. Okay. And Warcraft Fair. for me became problematic. Like I'm like I'm gonna lose my job because of this. <laughs> you know. Like I'm gonna wake up early and play World of Warcraft. Oh crap! It's nine thirty. I'm gonna play some World of Warcraft on my lunch. Oh crap! It's two thirty. Oh <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, 
email. It's bad. So um, I get why people don't like it, um, but man, does that game do it for me? Okay. It really does. Hmm. Yeah, those are they, not my. I've tried. I tried Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft, when it first came out. I was like, oh, I'll give this new this new hero game a shot. And I played it. I'm like, I have no idea what is going on in this thing. Yeah, they're... no clue. And then pick... you're supposed to go find ten bones. The hell does that and mean? Bring them back. I don't give a crap. Do it again. <laughs> and then I picked up Final Fantasy 14 because Kevin started playing with all of our friends, and all of our friends were playing. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And I got three weeks into it, and I'm all, I, I'm, I can't do this. The learning curve for both of them is is hard. Well, I figured I figured it out. Like I got it, and I got used yeah. to hitting the buttons and the things and doing all the stuff. And blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, I literally could just go to these places, push a button, and everything will happen for yeah. me, and just watch it. I'm sitting here watching this little avatar run yeah. around and do all these things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my it's fingers not, hurt. It's not for everyone. Um, <laughs> so that was that. Do you have a series or something you just don't get? I it? mean, most MMOs in general, like it just doesn't. For some reason, doesn't do it for me. Like I do understand, like there's that community there. And a question aside, like, do you find the community around MMOs to be more positive? Oh, yeah. than other games. Yeah, and mostly because probably you're. You're not as much competing with mm-hmm. people, probably. Yeah, it's uh, I've I've been. It's in, not about competition; it's about teamwork. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been in two MMO communities in Star Wars Galaxies and World of Warcraft, and both of them are incredibly positive. It's the kind of thing where, you know, when you're in a guild and you level up, like it kind of says that, like, hey, so and so leveled up, and you'd get fifteen. Oh, hey, congratulations, good job, man! Like it's it's yeah. a very strange experience, but I mean, <laughs> there's. There's so much about like World of Warcraft that I like, yeah. but I would rather play Skyrim. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. Is yeah. like anytime I it's would play a massive yeah. RPG, like massive RPG online with people, I'd rather just play this much prettier RPG over here yeah. that's not. And, and there's online. really no difference between the so, two. It's the same game loop. It's just whether you want to do it with friends yeah. or not. Um, you know, and I mean, to me, actually, like I'll be honest, like Destiny is the perfect melding of those two it's a game that i can mm-hmm. play co-op with buddies and you have a clan and it's just you know i don't have to pay 15 bucks for a month for it and it looks gorgeous yeah so yeah. i do i really yeah. like destiny too so i mean like i said same loop same idea mm-hmm. it's great um survival games don't do it for me yeah um it's just a genre that i'm not interested in at all and i mean a billion people play that mobas are I, I need to give MOBAs a chance, but, like, they're so dense that I really, really don't understand them. Um, so I can't say that they wouldn't appeal to me, but as it stands, like, I watch them, I'm like, I have no idea what's going right, on. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> sports games. Um, so basically everything yeah. except for Destiny and some yeah. Rocket League. Oh, I love, no, there's so many, there's so many <laughs> games kidding, I do kidding. love. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I kind of... As we talk about this, I'm kind of understanding what I don't like about these kind of games. And it's, I mean, Destiny, for example, is a great uh, great example, I think. But I like when I'm playing with people that when we start the game, we're here. We are at square one, and we go to the end. Mm-hmm. In these games, you ha- everyone has their own quest line that they're in. So you're never... You're not necessarily at the same point. Like, if I was always playing with the same people at the same point in the story, I think it would be more well, it enjoyable for me. depends on the game, too. Like, that was one thing that was really cool about Star Wars, is Star Wars Galaxies, is that a lot of the stuff you did just 
there was it wasn't around a quest. It was yeah. almost like you kind of created your own quests because you you lived like I lived in a town. I had a house. Um, and the game was set up so that you had people that were like hunters and you had people that made clothes and weapons. And so you almost had this like little economy where I'd go out with a couple guys and we'd go get some really cool skins and meats and stuff. And we'd take them back to our people in the town that made clothes and they'd make cool clothes for us to wear. And, you know, we'd take these other parts and give them to these other people that use them to make guns. We'd go mining mm-hmm. to get, you know. It had nothing to do with the game at all. Um, you know, we'd hold these big things like, okay, everyone, we're going to do a 25-man thing and we're going to go kill a crate dragon because we need crate dragon bones. And yeah. there's no quest around that. It was just stuff we needed. Yeah. No, so, see, I, that sounds way more appealing. But it was to so me, fun. like, we're in a group of six people and we're doing this quest. And then someone says, oh, I remember when I did this quest, like, yesterday. And I'm like, well, that takes me out of it. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, this quest is already done. Like, you've already killed this big meanie. Like, yeah. why are we killing this big meanie? Like, the, the world to. isn't progressing. Yeah. You're never existing in this timeline, in this world. I wonder if there will be a time where computers and things get smart enough to, like, randomly generate those things. And so, like, your your quests are always, it's, always it's, it's different. It's a linear timeline, and it's never going backwards. You're never doing the same event twice. Yeah. Or more time. It'd be interesting at some point in time that where they can procedurally generate enough stuff to not have them feel procedurally generated like they kind of did in yeah. Skyrim, but constant- was Skyrim procedurally generated. Uh, Skyrim had this this quest system generated? that you know you'd like. Oh hey, that tower has been taken over by bandits. Go kill it. And you're like, okay. And then I go do it. And I'm like, oh, that was one of those quests, wasn't it? This doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah. Um, they just kind of put a, put some outlaws over here in this in this outpost and. You and when, when we were first playing it, you're like, this is great. There's always things to do. And then you're like, wait, I've cleared this building of bandits 17 times now. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should put out some traps or something, spray you. around the base of the building. I, I don't know your tricks. Yeah. Gotcha. So All anyway. right, cool. Well, thank you, Vinny, for that question. Uh, up next, Crawdad, he's got a question for us. What game have you paid top dollar for and have neither pl- – and have – what game have you top- paid top dollar for – and what game played. have you bought and never played? Oh, what I'm sorry. Have you played? <laughs> sorry, I, 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 was, I, I write for a living, so it was throwing me off because I was ending the sentence way too soon. What game have you paid top dollar for and have neither played or just played for a few minutes? Yep. Uh, Resident Evil, whatever this last one was. Seven? Yeah. <laughs> you played for the I hour I played it that hour and a half while we were over there, and I've not touched it the since. The thing is, I've heard that game so good, I too. know. I've heard I the first know. two-thirds of that game is so good. <laughs> I need to play it. Um, Civilization <laughs> Six. I bought it last year. Oh, I heard that one's fantastic. And they're all fantastic. I heard this is the like the definitive. I'm sure it is. Good. I love Civilization Six. I love the idea of it. I love Civ Five. Those are games that kind of suck me in, kind of the same way WoW does. Where I'm like, just one more turn. Your three hours goes just one more turn. Goes, oh, one more turn. Fast. Like it's I, one a.m. Oh, I need to wake up. I soon. bought Civilization Six within probably two weeks of its launch date. Paid. I got it on a really good sale right around Thanksgiving. Paid like forty five bucks for it have installed it never hit start <laughs> really wow just haven't got around to it it's not it's not because i'm not interested in it. i'm super everyone's i'm like dang i really need to go play Civ mm-hmm. six it looks really good i've got that i picked up uh, grand theft auto 5 uh but i picked that up like only a month or so ago so i i that's okay PUBG and destiny have been yeah. in my life but yeah there's a number of games i picked up over the years where i'm like i really need to have this i game. mean i guess there's 650 games in my steam library and i've probably played 50 of them. <laughs> so, yes, there are games that I've bought and never played. <laughs> yeah. A lot of us do that. You? Um, Dylan, probably not. Dylan's a very methodically... 
It's it's very few, but of course it Destiny is. was one of them until I revisited it. Later. Same with me though. Um, I I bought Destiny. Like and didn't I had play it for day two years. one. I played it for probably ten minutes and never picked it up until a month ago. Um, and then I actually bought a new copy of it to get the gold edition <laughs> with everything else. So it's like I never that disc is still sitting in a case. That's funny. Um, Agents of Mayhem recently though. Ooh, that game just and, wasn't good. Like. Mm. I don't know if I ever really talked about my further experience with this game, but I've I kept running into bugs yeah. and like a door wouldn't open or a waypoint wouldn't show up, so I actually couldn't like go start a quest or something, and that kept happening. And I'm just like, I'm done trying this as much as I'd like to keep playing to see right. if, hey, maybe this other character makes the game more fun because there was redeeming qualities to the game. It just I like it became wasn't unplayable enough. to a point. Oh, so, that sucks. Um, that was a little bit of a. Bummer. It also just wasn't good. Yeah, but I don't know if it, it playing it for another hour, you might have been able to enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, I played the first um, hour, it was kind of like, meh. And then I played a second hour, and I was like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first three characters they start you with, too, are the most boring. Yeah. And there's nine characters that are more interesting than those, but you have to like go through a quest to mm-hmm. unlock them. So already, they set you back to, yeah. to not enjoy beautiful. the game. Like, the gunplay's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... I. It See my su- nice. my suggestion for uh, Crawdad here is if he, if this is what if he's experiencing this right now. I'm not sure he's or not. Maybe it's just um, a question. Like PlayStation Now has still got their sale going on. You can get the full year for ninety nine dollars, which is one and a half AAA new releases, basically. Yeah. So you can get P- PlayStation Now. Oh, for the full sure, year. sure, sure, sure. So there because there are a ton of games that I never played because I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna like it. I don't know if this is my thing. I don't want to spend sixty dollars on it. So there's Red Dead Redemption. There are all the God of War games. There's so many games now on PlayStation Now that you can go back and play. Yeah, they're older games, but if you skipped it because you didn't want to spend the money, right. now you can spend a hundred bucks and get to play all of them, oh, yeah. and you get new stuff added every so often. I mean, I definitely have games like sealed in plastic still, but they're usually games that I don't buy full price. Yeah, that's they're I games it, yeah. I get on like a Black Friday deal, and I never end up playing them just because I got them for ten bucks. Right. Yeah, I Metal Gear Solid Five. I've yeah, got, it's like. Yeah. Actually, I think that's a game that I bought because I got I paid full price, but it was like a promo, like buy two get one free kind of thing. So sure. technically, it was full yeah. pricey, but I don't think I ever played it, so yeah. it's still sealed. Even I though, think I've paid, but. I've spent more on, I've paid more full price, bought more full price games in the last year than I have in my entire life. It's funny, I I barely buy anything at full price. I try not to. Yeah. But yeah, I need a, to rem- I need to remember that it's because I got Prime, I can buy this stuff on Amazon for what a ten percent discount. Yeah, I heard they. But were now kind you of have to pre-order. No, you have, you have to pre-order. You, have you to don't pre-order get that it two now. Weeks you after. don't get two weeks after to know. So you net, you're committed to twenty percent. Yeah. But you can order it the day before. Mm. You, the day before, yes, I think so. Yeah, but not two weeks. Ah, oh, you yeah. cannot. You don't get the you, once the release date has happened. It no longer has. I just any wish they would do that for digital games. Like it's. Yeah. I don't want physical games anymore. Yeah. Except okay. For, except for the Switch, I like the cases. I love the cartridges. Are nice. Yeah. Well, I've been buying more. I've been buying all digital, See, even Mario I, Kingdom. Yeah. I maintain, battle. man, a system that you're taking places that you could potentially lose. Don't buy your game physical unless you leave ninety percent of your games at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just I've I have a I mean I'm going to knock on wood, but I have a storied history of not losing things. <laughs> so I think <laughs> this is from Micah. Oh well, under, under yeah, there's okay. yeah, it's perfect. Board. All right, thank you, Crawdad. Um, next question is from <laughs> Rich. Was there a game that made you make a moral decision that changed the game for you? For example, he was playing Bioshock and he saved the little the little sisters. I shot those little turds in the head. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> okay. He said I was playing Bioshock and saved little sisters. But what if you had to kill them and that didn't sit well with you? <laughs> well, I don't like children, so I did not have a dilemma. <laughs> is that here. fine? <laughs> 
I'm kidding. I played. I've played some Bioshock, and I've saved little sisters. Same, as I well. saved all of them. Yeah, yeah. I uh, we were actually Rich and I were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, and, and both of us were like, I have a very very hard time playing a game where I'm not like straight on Paragon. Like I, I play almost every character like. Where you're the good guy. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm we not, talked about this. We were talking about yeah. a while back. We, we were talked talking about, about infamous. moral decisions and games. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not even good at doing like a like a chaotic good. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a very, I'm a very like straight. Always choose the yes. I'm a good person. Answer. Um, so when I play games that. I don't know if I've ever hit this this decision. Although, you know, the, actually the one place I did play it is, and I don't remember which game it was, but it was a one of the Battlefield Call of Duty modern mm-hmm. warfares. And you're deep undercover in a, um, like a terrorist organization, and you end up having to go through an airport and actually shoot innocent people. Um, and, and, like, you have to do it to maintain your cover. Um, and then at the very end of it, they just shoot you anyway. <laughs> and like, it was, it was a very like morally, I'm like, well, this is the wrong thing to do, but I, the game's I making do? me do it. <laughs> um, wow. but even like, even like fable where you had the choice of being a good guy or a bad guy or, um, the force unleashed where you had the choice of being a good guy or a bad guy. Like I could never make a good enough bad guy. Like my bad guy was always just kind of like lukewarm like you know I, I don't know sometimes I don't wash my hands after going to the bathroom yeah. I, you know like I'm so bad yeah vaguely naughty yeah. <laughs> like, I want a game like that that just like the moral decisions are much worse it's yeah. like the guy that doesn't wash his hands after he pees uh-huh. like because we work in a building with that guy yeah uh, we do <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it yeah I think I think it needs to be said um but yeah, no, I uh, maybe that was on my mind because I left the bathroom right before we recorded. Yeah. He walked in, um, but no, it's uh, I'm just not very good at it. I'm 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 very like you know, it's not yeah. my thing. I'm I always good. tend to, to do the good guy thing too, and I don't know. I mean, I guess it's because you do kind of immerse yourself just enough in a game where it's like, no, I'm going to make the right decision, yeah. and because that's generally the story you want to see, right? Yeah. Like, most people don't want the unhappy ending. Like, we naturally want, like, a nice catharsis at yeah. the end that is somewhat fulfilling, and that's usually not slaughtering people. But I think that's the funny um, thing, though, is, is like, I'm 100% willing to, like, I'm the good guy. Oh, no, no, I've killed 2.4 million people in the course of this video game. Right? But they're they, not really people. They were bad guys. They were black hats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> um, I don't have nearly that moral ambiguity in real life. But. Yeah, I mean, ever since Fable, like... I've always gone the good route, and even I always would play the good, and I would think about going back and playing as the, but I would never finish it. Like no. I would never actually get very far. Well, you know how many crunchy? What, what was it in Fable? You could eat the 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 chocolate covered baby chicks. Yeah, <laughs> and that would lower your thing. What the description of them is? They're crunchy because of the bones. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's terrible. Yeah. Like, but that's it's terrible. So it would actually make you bad. But I couldn't make enough other bad decisions to be bad in any other way. So I'm just like snacking on dead baby chickens. Um, one question that makes me kind of think of is though is sometimes games are very. It's very obvious what the good and bad True. decision is. Like it would be nice sometimes if they made it a little more shades yeah. of gray, so you didn't exactly know what the choice you're making yeah. did, or even like instances in i think like grand theft auto games they'll you'll be like doing the storyline where there's these two guys and you end up having to kill one and neither of them is like like necessarily the right or wrong yeah. thing but it's like you got invested in these two characters and at some at some point one of them has to go and yeah. you get to make that choice like 
that's a that pulls a little harder, and it's it's more of a decision about like what gets to you rather than just being a good or bad guy. Maybe that's and it's what like, we need. Or games that let you choose bad or worse guys. Right. <laughs> like you're always you go. gonna be a bad guy. That way, but... just take the moral, take the morality out of yeah. it. And just be like, you're a bad guy. Yeah, because like it's one thing to be like, do you want to kill the little girl with creepy eyes, or like, <laughs> do you want to save her? And it's like, oh, I'm gonna save her. But like, when you actually invest in these two characters, and it's like, oh no, one of them's gonna fall off this cliff. Which yeah. one do I save? And it's like mm-hmm. that's a much um, that's a much harder thing to, yeah. to See, do in, in a. A game a that did time. it really well was uh, uh, the the Walking Dead from Telltale mm. because there were scenes where you were like, okay, who are you going to save? Are you going to save this guy, this kid over here by the tractor, or this guy over here getting pulled through the fence by a zombie? And you're like, well, I'm going to save this guy. I don't screw the kid. I'm going to save yeah. the guy getting grabbed by the zombie. Well, he it, dies anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So and it's the like, thing is, you try to make the choice, and it's still like you still don't know what the outcome yeah. is. Yeah. So that's kind of cool when you're actually picking an active thing that's happening too, because yeah, it's, it's really like it great, happens at that moment. So that's one of my favorite moments in that in the entire series for whatever uh, reason. I, I think that the that. games sometimes do a good job too of of making you choose like the greater good. You know, you can save your best friend, but if you save your best friend, a million people die. You know, right. like those are those are are always those are a little harder decisions. to yeah. Those I are love a my best friend decision, but there is an opportunity for relations with more people if I save yeah. them. So. Hear that? You can have friend. one million best friends after you exactly. save them. Exactly. They're like, you saved all of us. I don't um, like people very much. I get one best friend. That's it. <laughs> I, <laughs> if he dies, I'm screwed. Uh, <laughs> after finishing Until Dawn, like that game has some things too. Even though some of the twists later on, like your choices, you find out might not had as much weight as they could have. Or, mm-hmm. but I mean, your choices absolutely yeah. affect the story. But. Um, it's those like you choose between two friends and like in in dire situations. So like that's in with a ticking clock that can be that can be fun and a challenge to see what what you want to choose. So cool. I enjoy those. Well, great question. Thank you guys. Thank you, Rich Crawdad and Vinny, as always. Uh, we're going to wrap this up really quick because Cliff has a meeting to go to in about three minutes. Three minutes. So <laughs> we're going to go over the cheap free games because that's all we got left. Games with gold. Today is your last chance to get Trials Fusion. Wait, today as in recording? Today as in the day this will release. Thursday. Okay. So Trials Thursday. Fusion, which is that bike. It's super fun. It's I, so, so there's fun. urban urban trials, whatever, blah, 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 where you're on a bicycle. And it's it's the urban one, and you're in a city. You're in like city oh, there's stuff. all sorts of different. And it, levels. well, it's on yeah. PlayStation now, so I've played that. Oh, sure. And I was like, this is addicting. And I, yeah. before I knew it, I'm like, I've yeah. done this for an hour. Yeah, if your hands hurt. Yeah. Trials is super fun. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so there's that. Oxen Free is uh, tomorrow. We'll be up Friday. Friday. Yep. Well, yeah. When I say tomorrow, I mean yep. yeah, as yep. of listening. So get Oxen Free. That's it's on your games of gold. So good. I love it so much. Also, Battlefield Three. Not one. Not two. Not four. Three. But three. Is there a four? <laughs> if you want to yeah, go back is. and play okay. that. Game that's been out for quite a while. Yeah, it's on your 360. It's on your Xbox One, but it's a 360 yeah. game. Oh, really? I don't even know yeah. this. Um, and finally, the big thing uh, for Xbox folks that have gold is Star Wars Battlefront Season Pass is free. Yeah, so if you that's have kinda, that's that's kind of a big deal. It is, yeah, and it's it's normally twenty bucks, but if you picked up. Um, Battlefront either super cheap or, or if you EX, have the e-access uh, version, you can get the, the DLC for it for free. And the DLC is huge. I oh. mean, it was like bunches and bunches and bunches of new levels and new maps and yeah. new stuff. So definitely worth grabbing. I'd like to visit that a little bit more before the second one comes yep, out. Agreed. That's one of the games that I bought that I only played 10 yeah, minutes hated worth. It. And yeah. I said, yeah. done. Anyway, so there's that. Thanks for listening to episode 43 of the Bite Me podcast. We will do it again next week, as we always do. Uh, We release on Thursday, so just keep that in mind when we're talking about stuff.
Yep. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Google Play, like us, love us, rate us, whatever, vote for us. Vote. We want to be popular. Vote for us. Uh, so, yeah, find us online by at Bite Me Podcast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Mixer, and uh, BiteMePodcast.com. It's like a Yahoo commercial. Dot com. <laughs> We're done. Bite me. <laughs> Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. Get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details.